Judy D.L. and we're podcasting for people impacted by sexual assault and those who love them. Welcome back or welcome aboard. I'm Judy D.L. and I'm a radioactive cockroach. It's a weird identity. Cockroaches aren't much loved. People flinch, it's a visceral thing Scurry under the fridge They're recoiling, but they can't help it And we really do understand It's painful that we all live with this And we appreciate you reaching out your hand But are we radioactive? Well, we can't make things mutate But we claim the status Cause the urban myth says We'll outlive all of our mates Oh yeah! And speaking of mates, my good mate and regular co-presenter Judy Stutz, Stutzo, sends her love. She's busy editing up some comedy for you and looking after a few people. She'll be back in force for the next episode. So it's just me and sound clips. Those who are returning know I love sound clips. This one's Leonard Bernstein and it's from Candide, the original Broadway cast recording. What's the matter, lady? I am homesick. For where? For everywhere but here. At home and homesick for everywhere else? That pretty well sums up lockdown, I think, for many of us. But here in Victoria, we're out of the world's longest lockdown and can go most places some of the time. I've even been back to my beloved Melbourne and a beach. But this episode was produced entirely in the lovely Macedon Ranges. Judge, you were wrong. Judge, you were wrong. To your land. Radioactive Cockroach is recorded with gratitude and respect for elders past, present and emerging on the land of the Jajawara. Sovereignty was never ceded, always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce Miss Cleo Lane. September, at which point I seem to have taken an accidental sabbatical. It's probably worth noting that at the end of most podcasts, there's a list of producers and technicians, editors and sound designers, but not at the end of Radioactive Cockroach, because it's all me. I enjoy it. But it's quite tricky and takes exactly five times as long as the time I allocate. At least. And I've had other calls on my time. But man, so we have. We've really missed you. We watch the downloads steadily go out 
Oh, yes, we can do that. We can count them and we know which country you're in, but that's it. But we watch the downloads go out and we really can feel this compassionate, anonymous, good-humoured community out there. There's quite a lot of you, four figures in fact. It's a comfort. We're back. We missed you. But we're all here now and reminding you again in the voice of Cleo Lane singing Stephen Sondheim. No one is alone. Truly, no one is alone. None of us need be alone. So if anything you hear in this podcast or anywhere else leaves you discombobulated and vulnerable, let us remind you that reaching out is a good thing. Take it easy and get some help if you can't. 1-800-RESPECT in Australia. Samaritans on 11 in the UK. And in the US, 1-800-273-TALK. These and other resources are on our Facebook page and podcast page. And now we're going to step into the spotlight to consider a perspective on how it feels to have that shriveling light turned on you when you make disclosures and go formal with processes. to say that I was living under the sword of Damocles, as if there was some aspect of that famous metaphor for impending doom that applied uniquely to me and to others in my position. The sword of Damocles hanging over my head <laughs> And I got a feeling someone's gonna be I live under Damocles' sword in a nameless, timeless fear. Authority's phantom hand with its scissors is drawing near. With a silent snip, the sword will plunge, piercing my soul and my brain. What could precipitate such an attack on one powerless, already in pain? So I sought out the ancient story to make sure I'd heard it aright. And Cicero brought me some comfort, a perspective that altered my plight. There was once a king, resplendent in a lifestyle funded with the profits of tyranny. The king basked in the sycophantic adulation of Damocles, the chief yes-man 
Damocles was certain that power and luxury meant great happiness for the king. So the king placed Damocles on the throne for a day and suspended a sword above his head from a single horsehair. Damocles relinquished the coveted crown. None of the trappings of tyrannical power and luxury could free him from the fear of death and therefore from ultimate misery. It's quite simple, really, according to Cicero. Living with the knowledge of death is unavoidable, and the recipe for happiness is to live a just and virtuous life, seeking the good. Yeah, a few other people seem to agree. Buckle down, this is earworm territory. Zane Bicker. No, you can't take it with you when you go. The Alan Parsons Project. Christians with what Jesus had to say? Lay up your treasures in heaven. Lay up your treasures in Oh my. This world will fade away, but the things of the Lord will last forevermore. forevermore. Goodness gracious me. Treasures indeed. It's probably just as well Buddhists don't have the same appetite for daggy doctrinal ditties. But the teachings on non-attachment to stuff freeing you for compassion and happiness, it's essentially the same wisdom. And if you change Eric Idle's from nothing to with nothing in this clip, you'll come close to nailing the common sense Jewish understanding of the matter. And I've always liked that bit from the Quran that says, put aside your pride, set down your arrogance and remember your grave. But we're aiming for a better earworm than that. Take it away, Paul Kelly. Yeah, I thought it did, Paul. And I reckon the Allman brothers would agree. The wheels of justice are turning. 
and the powerful crank of the wheel. They ignore the sword above them and discount the way I feel. Above us, the sword sways gently. Who knows what will sever the thread? The powerful hold their sway, but not over that nameless dread. Though the wheels of justice are turning, it's not me that they're grinding to dust. If virtue means justice and kindness, their repentance is surely a must. This power ballad is Rufus Wainwright. I've not managed to form any clear idea about what he thinks Cicero meant, except that it's something to do with Trump and Obama, and the YouTube video is brilliantly produced and highly entertaining, as is always the case with Rufus. quite worked out his take on Cicero but it's fun to watch and certainly it's a reflection on the powerful that hold their sway and that's your blooming lot and that's a reference to Peter Cundall the beloved presenter of Gardening Australia who died recently we all knew where he laid up his treasure and the clip from Cleo Lane Sings Sondheim, it's also Vale to the wonderful Stephen Sondheim. So this holiday season, I wish you peace and happiness amid all that is. And we're leaving you with the Gondwana voices singing Paul Kelly's Shaping of Some Ancient Comfort. Nothing good is ever wasted. No one's really alone. <laughs> 